earn and redeem reward points when you order McDelivery via the My Maccas app. Value means more at Maccas. Welcome to the Maccas Run. Good evening to you. Welcome along to the Maccas Run on this uh, Monday night. Uh, Brett Phillips in the chair, of course, ahead of the first serve. We'll talk some tennis after uh, 8 o'clock, as we always do on a uh, Monday night. Been a uh, big sporting weekend. Been a big sporting Monday right across the uh, SEN uh, network. Uh, happy to take uh, your calls on the Harcourts open line, one 736 736 for all things real estate. Speak to our good friends at Harcourts, your move your Harcourts, or you can jump on the Temper text over the next uh, half hour. The all-new Temper Pro, Temper's most adaptive mattress ever is here, 0433981116. Big day, uh, no doubt. Uh, the West Coast story has been covered in some uh, great depth uh, across all the programs, uh, not only uh, in Melbourne, where I'm broadcasting, but uh, right across, of course, uh, the footy states, in particular on uh, SENWA over in uh, Perth. But uh, look, I called the Collingwood Adelaide game yesterday. Uh, that was a beauty at uh, the MCG. Didn't necessarily look that way at half time, and uh, sometimes you just cannot see what's going to unfold. A seven goal to zip third quarter from Adelaide, and they had to make a bit of a statement whether they were going to win or lose that game, but actually come to the MCG and walk away believing that they can actually mix it with the best teams. But Collingwood. On top of the AFL ladder, 48 points, 132.4 ahead of Port Adelaide on percentage, uh, plus 13% ahead of Port Adelaide. Brisbane third, Melbourne fourth, St Kilda fifth, Essendon sixth, seventh, the Western Bulldogs and Adelaide clinging on to their spot in the top eight. The logjam just inside the top eight and for those just outside uh, the top eight. Feels like it's Gazy's ladder on the bounce. Uh, which is just so beautifully uh, delivered uh, every uh, Sunday night. Uh, Geelong on 28, Gold Coast 28, Fremantle 28. And, of course, we go down to the Tigers on 26 and then the Giants and Sydney on uh, 24. I think I've heard everyone across SEN today uh, trying to predict uh, what's going to happen and uh, who's going to make the eight, who's going to fall short. And I think you sort of say one thing one week and then you're pretty much changing your mind maybe the week after with uh, one performance uh, from a, a certain team. But happy to take your calls, uh, your texts, if you want to weigh into the uh, footy issues of the day. Uh, we'll uh, play some uh, audio very shortly if you haven't quite uh, caught up on uh, some of the uh, snippets uh, right throughout the day. Gee, it's an intriguing round 16 coming up, isn't it? It's going to start Thursday night, Brisbane and uh, Richmond, uh, mouth-watering at the Gabba. Sydney and Geelong at the SCG on Friday night, now that Sydney have been able to breathe a bit of life and confidence and percentage into their season up against the Cats. Adelaide, as we said during the call yesterday, pretty much should win all their home games for the remainder of the season, bar Port Adelaide. But they did beat Port Adelaide in the showdown, of course, uh, back in round three. So they'd fancy their chances to knock over Port Adelaide again. The challenge will come as to whether Adelaide can get one of these key wins on the road. They've got to go to the Gabba. They've got to play Melbourne at the MCG. They've got to play Essendon at Marvel. So there are some challenges. Uh, the Western Bulldogs free medal clash. Uh, good contest Saturday afternoon. Gold Coast and Collingwood at Heritage Bank Stadium as the Twilight Game. Essendon, Port Adelaide, Hawthorne, Carlton, Melbourne, GWS. And the only fixture that, well, is a, a foregone conclusion these days is when West Coast is involved uh, such as the plight of that footy club. But 
Uh, we sort of complained about a pretty ordinary weekend of footy, uh, bar a couple of games. Now we're back to uh, the full complement. Gee, seven of the eight games uh, there, or at least uh, maybe even eight of the nine games, uh, pretty good value, certainly on uh, paper. Uh, Michael's in Reservoir. He's given us a call on the Harcourt's open line. Michael, welcome to the Macca's Run. Thanks, uh, Brett. I don't want to make an evening of umpire bashing, but you know when four points are premium, no, Brett? I just, it's happening too much where umpires are admitting after a game we got a decision wrong. Yes, uh, you're referring to, referencing the Jordan Dawson Dorset, yeah. Yeah, situation uh, yesterday. And, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, if you haven't caught up on that news today, the AFL has admitted that the jo- uh, Jordan Dawson should have been awarded a free kick in the final stages of that match. It was pretty frantic uh, calling that game uh, yesterday. Uh, Michael, there was a hell of a lot going on in Adelaide. Um, gee, they were, you know, certainly right there at the end with a couple of scoring opportunities. But, uh yeah, the umpiring department has said there was a restricted view of the contest. I think the question was posed on uh, Sports Day, just preceding me, about where the umpires are positioning themselves either side of the contest. One to certainly ask Ray Chamberlain uh, when Jared Waitley has him in the studio uh, next. But yeah, look what a day he had, the Adelaide skipper. And they had some chances, Adelaide. I mean, Kane Corns was pretty direct in the call yesterday that they were robbed. And there's a fair argument that probably three or four decisions... Uh, went against Adelaide that were head scratches, uh, to be totally honest. Uh, but they were they were terrific. And look, sometimes you're going to get the rub of the green, sometimes you're not. But Adelaide uh, walk away from that game tomorrow, uh, sorry, yesterday, believing that uh, they can actually come to the biggest stage in footy and, and actually challenge one of the competition pace setters. So they'll take a, a hell of a lot out of that. One inspired choice is Captain Jordan Dawson, 37 touches. He was taking on the Dacos brothers uh, yesterday, going head-to-head in the middle, and he was uh, he was certainly outstanding. Uh, one on the uh, text, just heard about uh, Matt Rendell. Sorry to hear he's, a, he's very good on SE and a brilliant AFL club recruiter. Yes, this news has um, uh, just been filtered through to me. Uh, Chris, thank you for your text that uh, Matt Rendell is in a critical condition in hospital after suffering a heart attack while uh, walking his dog uh, Look, uh, an old Fitzroy supporter. I loved uh, the man affectionately known as Big Bundy. Uh, great uh, Fitzroy captain, uh, Ruckman. Uh, went up to the Brisbane Bears in the very early days. I've been fortunate to work with uh, Matt a little bit here at uh, SEN. And he uh, he's just a, a really, really good footy person who has become one of the, the sharpest minds uh, post-playing, going into coaching uh, initially and then into recruiting uh, across a few different clubs and uh, certainly highly regarded in the industry. So our... Our thoughts are certainly with uh, Matt and his uh, family um, at this uh, current time, and we'll keep you updated as we do here. So that news is uh, fairly uh, fairly fresh. Uh, Melbourne midfielder Clayton Oliver will miss another week with a hamstring injury this weekend. That news filtering through today. Of course, the D's to take on the Giants Sunday up at Traeger Park in Alice Springs. Oliver has been sidelined since uh, round 10. Uh, we've seen him uh, certainly on the track in the last week, but... Uh, not quite ready to go as far as uh, Melbourne are concerned. Uh, Dion Prestia has suffered a short-term calf complaint. He's been ruled out of uh, this Thursday's match against Brisbane. Uh, Jacob Hopper uh, will return for the Tigers on uh, Thursday from his own calf injury after six weeks on the sidelines, uh, while Hawthorne Ruckman uh, Lloyd Meek has uh, no case to answer uh, for his bump on Darcy McPherson. Uh, Adelaide midfielder Ben Keyes has been fined $1,000 
uh, for ripping Mason Cox's glasses off during the Crows' uh, narrow loss uh, to uh, the Pies uh, yesterday. He was involved in a lot, uh, Mason, uh, yesterday. I think he was he was looking for a bit of contact. He was looking just to uh, rub shoulders pretty closely and be the enforcer out there, and they got a bit uh, a bit willing at times. But I think Jared said it on uh, Sports Day a little bit earlier, just how 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 big and important Cog now he has become in that Collingwood team if they're going to win. Uh, the premiership and it, it never comes down to one or two players but there are those uh, x-factor players or those players who can just do something in clutch moments uh, that uh, might just get you over the line and I mean he's such a good uh, kick for goal and you know if you put it into the right area who's going to outmark uh, Mason Cox so he's got that ability to be an influencer uh, more than a lot of players in the competition uh, the perfect tens of the AFL Coaches Association votes uh, from the weekend, uh, Gary Rowan, what a star on Thursday night. And at Geelong, Harris Andrews, a uh, beautiful job down back for Brisbane uh, against the Saints on Friday night. Errol Goulden with that beautiful uh, left foot, of course. Caleb Sarong, who's been a star from day one for the uh, Fremantle Dockers. So the leaderboard has uh, Zach Butters on 76, Nick Dacos, who was a delight to watch uh, yesterday. And his brother uh, doesn't get enough uh, kudos because all the focus has gone on to Nick. But uh, Josh Dacos, what a star of the competition, but Nick Dacos on 72 and Christian Petrarca on 67. So that is how the coaches' votes are stacking up at the moment. We might get a quick break in. Your calls, your texts, the Maccas run, going through the news of the day here on SEN. Earn and redeem reward points when you order McDelivery via the My Maccas app. Value means more at Maccas. The Maccas run. The Maccas run. Live on your home of sport, SEM. Welcome back to the Macca's Run. Uh, good to have your company on this uh, Monday night. Brett Phillips uh, in the chair. The first serve will talk the world of tennis coming up in about uh, 15 minutes' time, of course, a week away from the championships at uh, Wimbledon. Obviously, been a very dark year for the West Coast Eagles. I know that uh, uh, there's been a lot of coverage, obviously, today on uh, the SEN uh, network. I might uh, refer to the, uh, the chairman's message in just a moment, but... I think everyone was asking on the weekend, maybe the captain, Luke Shuey, should have sat along Adam Simpson or another senior player and actually taken a bit of the heat. All the heat has certainly gone on to the coach. Uh, but the captain uh, fronted the media today, if you've missed it, a little bit of Luke Shuey. We just reviewed then, pretty honestly. Um, saw some, a lot of things we didn't like. Um, and, yeah, just hope that, just hope that that hurt as much as how badly it looked. It's, it's hurting. Yeah, it's not... We're not rolling in on Monday, high-fiving and yahooing. No, nah, the, the boys are hurting behind closed doors, so... We kept working to improve and, yeah, you'd hope we get a good response this week. So that is Luke Shuey, who did front uh, the media around about lunchtime over in uh, Perth uh, today. And certainly, I think, from uh, the captain's point of view, he uh, certainly was a competitor on the weekend. There's a lot of those senior players who haven't been able to lead the way just from a competitive uh, point of view. Uh, but I think Luke Shuey could certainly put his hand up to say that he uh, he certainly had a crack and that can look different to um, whoever you, whatever lens you're looking at the uh, the game with. Been a pretty tough couple of years for a captain who's really struggled to get out on the park uh, with all the injuries uh, that he's had. Uh, the statement, of course, from the chairman 
which was uh, released in case you missed it. Uh, yesterday's defeat at the Sydney Cricket Ground was one of the darkest days in the history of the football club. Losing the way that we did to Sydney was unacceptable. The 171-point margin aside, uh, what we produced on the field was not uh, representative of what the West Coast Eagles has stood and still stands for. We know our members and fans are hurting, and so is everyone inside the football club. We'll take a degree of responsibility uh, for where we sit currently, and equally, we are all committed to fighting our way through the situation. It's important to get uh, games into young players and fast-track their development. We had nine players under the age of 21 take the field against the Swans, and we expect them to be very good AFL players. But we need our senior players to set a better example for them. With a couple of exceptions, many of the experienced players were well down yesterday. Obviously, Adam Simpson and his coaching staff have been limited with what they can do with such a long injury list. But regardless, we cannot tolerate performances of that nature and we expect a strong response against St Kilda next Sunday. We do have faith that Adam can take this team forward. We also believe in the path we need to take to fight our way back. It'll take some time because the long-term strategy revolves around bringing in more high-end young talent through the draft to lay solid foundations for the next era. In closing, we do hear you and we urge you to stick with us through this. We need you more than ever. It'll turn because everyone at the club is prepared to roll up the sleeves and get it done. We can do it together. When, you, uh, <laughs> when you're on the outside, you, you're, uh, you, you're, you'd love to be that fly on the wall to really get a, uh, a true assessment. I was listening to SENWA Eagles in Crisis earlier today and, and Tim Gossage uh, referenced that he actually uh, spoke to the club in the early part of the season and said, why don't you throw the doors open and let people come in and actually observe the environment and what it looks like. And maybe there might be a little bit more empathy empathy in some corners. Uh, But clearly, um, it's a club uh, uh, certainly under siege. Uh, Mark Duffield, we might just hear from Mark Duffield, who was on with uh, Jared Waitley and David King just after 10 o'clock out of Perth uh, with his uh, thoughts. A leading uh, Perth uh, footy journalist, about the uh, situation, the landscape over in the West? Uh, shell-shocked, I think, is uh, probably a, a, a good term. And angry, I think, is another good term to describe it at the moment. It's been building for a while. They've been, you know, they've been decimated by COVID and injury last year. They've been decimated by injury again this year. But the level of performance, the range of performance at West Coast now is... You know, your best case scenario is a 40-point loss and your worst case scenario is what we saw on the weekend. Um, There's a feeling, I think, that there is now an appetite for change on the Eagles board. Um, But what that change represents is going to be the interesting thing because my my understanding is that the the person most under pressure at the moment is the CEO, Trevor Nisbet. Having said that, West Coast go to Brisbane in two weeks to play the Lions at the Gabba. And if we see a repeat of what we see on the weekend, that could change pretty dramatically as well. So that was Mark Duffield on SEN with Jared and Kingy a little earlier today on the Waitley uh, program. And, I mean, I can speak from uh, someone who supported a club who were belted from pillar to post in their final year. It was the only year that I ever went to the footy as a fan in 1996 when I knew the result before uh, you got there. And you could always... Even when you're an underdog team, you could build a case. These are very different circumstances because the heart and soul had fallen out of Fitzroy. They knew they were uh, going to be merging. Uh, the players were pretty deflated and and just really running around in no man's land for that last uh, 10 weeks of the season. So very different circumstances, uh, but a, a group that uh, right now is simply uh, not competitive, which 
um, we haven't seen for quite some time. And we've seen some poor teams across the journey, but this is this is a different case uh, when you've won three games out of your last 40-odd over the last uh, two years. Uh, some other uh, news of the day. Sydney's uh, Angus Sheldrick has taken out the Rising Star uh, nomination. Uh, sorry, the, yeah, yeah, the Round 15 Rising Star nomination. 29 disposals, a goal in the Swans' demolition of West Coast on uh, Saturday. Uh, the first part of the Shane Warne drama, which aired on Channel 9 last night, has been met with uh, widespread criticism. I just had a look at the corner of my eye. I think part two is on uh, tonight. Uh, I can tell you that uh, I didn't see any of it. Uh, last night, so I can't really give you a line of sight, but uh, former teammate Ian Healy and, of course, uh, Crash Craddock, who's always uh, great listening uh, with Jared Waitley on his program, have uh, been on SEN today to critique the show. Healy saying they didn't have uh, Warren's attitude right. They made him out to be too cynical and sarcastic. It was not like that at all. So I know there was a lot of sceptics going in that uh, this was not maybe going to really uh, paint a great picture and an accurate picture of uh, Shane Warne. The sole women's Ashes test hangs in the balance, heading into day number five at Trent Bridge. England will resume at five for 116. They need 152 runs to win. Australia need to take five wickets, and play is about to uh, get underway for the final day. Australia, of course, are the uh, defending champions. And uh, Manchester City captain Ilke Gundogan, uh, 32, has uh, departed the club on a free transfer to Barcelona after seven successful seasons in Manchester. Uh, Scott's over in uh, Perth. Uh, Scott, welcome. Thank you for putting me on. I'm I'm a diehard Dockers member and supporter for 27 years. And with the West Coast Eagles, I saw this happening two years ago because they they're not they're so arrogant in the clubs and the and the supporters are that they won't acknowledge that they need to change their list uh, turnover two years ago. And this wouldn't be happening if they did that. Yeah, the term arrogant has uh, has certainly been mentioned. I know Scott Cummings on with uh, Tim Gossage this morning uh, used that term. Uh, Goss uh, felt it was a little maybe over the top and, and Scotty just corrected himself slightly. I mean, but they have been a powerful club, haven't they? They haven't really been in this sort of position before. I remember going calling games at Subiaco probably a decade ago when they won a wooden spoon under John Warsfold, but it was, wasn't a, uh, a full... Uh, explosion. Uh, it wasn't, you know, uh, total rock bottom. It wasn't great at the time, but you know, this is uh, this is a, a totally different uh, situation. And yeah, I think the interesting thing that's come out of today is what we all don't quite know at times is what does the um, what does the footy club environment look like behind what we just see on the footy field. And obviously, they've had a, a lot of uh, staff that have been there for a long, long time. Your CEO's been there since 1999. He was the football uh, manager who became the CEO. But still, he's been in two really powerful positions for, um, you know, more than two decades. And you've got a lot of uh, football staff. You've got a lot of club staff that they've been very loyal to. But Mark Duffield made a fascinating comment today. He said, West Coast right now are not at the cutting edge as a football club. So no doubt, and we've heard uh, just in the last half hour or so that their uh, strength and conditioning um, man who oversees that area, who's been at the Eagles for a long time, is going to step aside at the end of the season. So that might be the first domino to fall. And no doubt they'll go through all the positions because there has to be uh, some sort of uh, change. Uh, thank you for your calls, a few texts. I just didn't quite have enough time to get to. First serve coming up in about five minutes. We'll switch to a bit of tennis as we always do on a Monday night.